Welcome. You're listening to the 1202. Yeah. If it makes dollars, it yeah. makes sense. It makes dollars. That's true. So. I'm just well, correcting yeah. you on your own phrase. No, I was going to say, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. I think the original one is, if it makes sense, it makes dollars, though. I'm pretty sure. I don't, don't ask me. Well, let's just think about it for a second. If it makes sense, let's talk about it. Makes it. dollars. Sure. If it, it makes dollars, logical sense. If, if it, it makes, makes sense. dollars, <laughs> it makes sense. If it makes sense, it makes dollars. But for it to make Thank dollars, you. it has to make sense first. No duh. But for it to make sense, it's got to make dollars. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. No, you can have seventy-five cents and I have a dollar. <laughs> you can't have a dollar without seventy-five cents. No, no, but cents. it's saying no. But you're using the wrong sense there. Well, I think that's the implied in the in, in the phrase, though. If you're it makes supposed to dollars. Be, no. I can't. Well, hello there. This is Martin, or Mijail Martin Elenes de los Palos, for the Spanish speakers out there. And I am joined today by Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Oh, I'm first. Holy How's it going, Ferdinand? You're pretty good. Pretty good? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Thanks for, thanks for hitting me first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, wait. There's somebody else in the room here. Um, what's, so, uh, the adaptable, the adventurous, the affectionate, the Rodino. I think you used two of those last time. Damn it! Yeah, at least two of those. Yeah, yeah. But there's other people in the room besides. We are not alone. We're not and alone. And that is correct. So my friend Rodino, who who is here with us today? Can you please introduce our special guest today? We are blessed by the presence of Mr. Corey and Mr. Jordan. Welcome, guys. Howdy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, gentlemen. You what forgot for Jeff. You forgot Officer. Officer Jeff. Actually, first of all, I would never be an officer. Really? It's a joke. I was an enlisted man. I worked for a living. Joke. That is a joke. And actually, <laughs> yeah, it's a very funny guys. joke because last week when we had the whole cowboy thing, he actually wore one of those uh, black hats and walked up to me and was like, well, got to talk to you about that. And naturally, we just cracked at it. Uh, but he makes officer. a good cowboy and police officer. Always at my expense. Always <laughs> at my expense. Just happy job. to be here. I do want to announce this will probably be my last episode. <laughs> wow, no, no, wow, sensitive I'm, there, eh? I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I really do appreciate you guys for having me. We've talked Thank about you. this for quite some time. Thanks for coming. And, you know, lo and behold. Absolutely. Martin, what are we talking about today? So what should today, the listeners be ready to, uh, to learn today? I'm glad you asked that. So today we're going to be talking about something that's very dear to my heart and everybody else, I assume, in this room, especially these two fine gentlemen. We're going to be talking about the online hustle, what that you know refers to, the different avenues, and the way that uh, the new entrepreneur of this century is taking matters into his own hands and decides to break away from the 9-to-5 concept. So, Corey. Yes. <clears throat> When did, when did you first, like, come to a realization that this is something you wanted to do? Like, you wanted to get into the online game. You wanted to see, um, like, how this all worked and if you could make some money doing it. Like, how long ago did this start? How did it begin? I still remember how it all started for me. So I was actually doing digital marketing down in Laguna, and I had a mentor who was world class at what he did for marketing, branding, and storytelling for companies. 
and he was like, hey, you know what, um, you can work remote, and I was like, oh, cool, so I went back home to San Luis Obispo, um, and I was staying over at my buddy's house, and I was actually booking out, you know, meetings and appointments one day outside, I was working from outside in the, in the sun, and my buddy went up to me and said, hey, man, um, I do this thing called eBay, would you be interested in learning a little bit about, a little bit about eBay, and I can teach you how to sell, and he kind of mentored one of his, uh, one of the people he was renting a room out to in his house. He was showing him how eBay works. And the guy was making over $1,000 a month doing eBay, nice. selling books. And I was like, sure, man, if you're helping this guy make $1,000 extra income, okay, yeah, I'll learn. So you he bet, taught man. me, and <laughs> we started just hitting up thrift stores and the Goodwill and just looking for things I could buy for under five, ten bucks and make you know two three times the money off that and then so uh long story short uh, it didn't work out between me and the agency uh, where i was working with and i was like okay well, what do i do um my plan a really kind of just crumbled on me so my plan b is going to i guess have to help me cover the bills so i started taking it a lot more seriously watched some youtube videos on how to make a product look sexy online and find the right keywords that people would be looking for eBay to go into and type into to find that product. And then I was like, wow, there's actually an art and a science about this. And then uh, basically I started crushing it. I started just going hard and hitting everything hard. Like you guys know, I, I just, I see something, that I like it, I get excited, I'm, I go all in. Yeah. And so it took off from there, and I was doing Uber, and I was doing eBay, and I was making more money than college professors in my local town, yeah. just doing that alone. And I was up to one point, I was making around on average three to five hundred bucks a day. San Luis Obispo has yeah. that big of Uber. Yeah, at one culture? point, it's the highest paying Uber drivers in, in the state. At one point, and that was wow. San Luis Obispo. So what I think is amazing here is that you're actually leveraging not just the eBay part, but also the Uber part. So yeah, essentially, you're, app, you're yeah. going completely off online. the grid, completely uh, straight into, I should say, uh, online. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. It's funny you refer to as off the grid when really he's immersing completely into himself it. on the grid. You're right. <laughs> I, I was, in my mind, I was thinking like the traditional grid, you know, like the nine, nine to five, five yeah. like I got to go to work, I got to, you yeah, know, yeah. Get, get up, got to go to work. But if you're truly doing the eBay and then the the Uber, you yeah. can do whatever at any point. You know, it's up to you, right? Yeah. And I got forced into it. Like I didn't have a choice because we're in San Luis Obispo in that area. You're either a waiter, a bartender if you get lucky, or you become a highway patrol officer because it's so expensive to live. There's not much opportunity. It's a cool it spot. Was, I've, I've like, been there a bunch. Yeah, it's just really a catch twenty two. So I just a necessity had to dive into being an entrepreneur. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. I'm interested in learning more about all that, Mr. Lacey. Hey, Jordan. Jordan hey. Lacey. Glad to be here, guys. Really am. We're super happy you're here with us, man. Hopefully, hopefully I'm talking loud enough. You know, you know, I'm a low, kind of a low, low in the key, chill guy. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully, I, my my tones are loud enough. I think it'll I think it'll be fine. Uh, <clears throat> I guess the same question to you, sir. How did it all begin? What inspired you? Uh, and also, what differences between uh, what you've heard, you know, what uh, Corey shared with us here? Because I know that you're doing something that is kind of different. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I've always wanted to own my own business. Um, my background is like graphics, arts, being artistic. Art doesn't really pay that well. Um, 
because I once heard somebody. Some people out there that would really beg to differ with you. Well, it's a very. But it's very, a handful. It's a. It's a. I mean, I I did my my degree was in graphic arts, and so I always wanted to have like my own kind of graphic arts company making inexpensive flyers for companies that had the tiniest budget who wanted some branding done. And, so and I you would did that, that, right? Yeah. I remember seeing one of your yeah. flyers. So I would reach out to a music artist or like-minded, like, uh, let's say, urban clothing wear uh, for one particular campaign where they all just bought four squares. I each charge, you know, I broke up a flyer that was like a eight by 11 or something like that. Kind of divvied it out, separated, but I would pass them out in San Diego, Las Vegas, LA, and we would just pass them out to all the stores and take pictures of it, put it on Dropbox to verify, like, hey, we really did this work for you. And that was cool, but the digital age is kind of more where I was like, okay, this is where it's at, paper's cool, but... Did you ever get in the nightlife game, like the promoter? Like, all the promoters always had all these flyers. Not working with them, specifically, I was going out to music artists and clothing lines, um, as well as like just cool products, you know, that wanted to, where I was using my Western hemisphere position for their advantage as far as, you know, tourists being here, the West Coast, um, and they also bought into it. And that was cool, but I just stopped doing that. Um, but then, honestly, I've heard about drop shipping before, uh, kind of knew about the ins and outs, uh, worked for some other digital firms, but honestly, running these audits like would open my eyes to everything. So explain, not everybody out there is going to understand what drop shipping is. Like, so right. what is drop so shipping? Drop shipping in the sense would be, you're just a middleman. Uh, somebody has these products and a lot of the times the marketing for these companies, they want to focus on just building the products so or they want to focus on the products, but they're not really good at marketing. So if you're good at attracting the, you know, uh, traffic towards these products that they just want to sell and get off, then they're willing to part with one at a time. 10 at a time, typically one at a time, uh, but it could be inexpensive products or it could be you know, very expensive products. It just depends on what industry you want to dibble and dabble in. For me, I wanted to kind of focus on the furniture kind of side, sexy, modern furniture. Um, and so, yeah, just working here literally opened my eyes to how things should be done. From a marketing standpoint, and what should be focused on first, I felt, which is Google, because uh, everything starts with Google, and um, yeah, so it excited me. I learned a lot from here and just doing my research, and yeah, I was uh, I couldn't be more excited to start my own company based off of the information that I obtained from working here. And this is why I wanted uh, for us to have this conversation, because right. truthfully. Um, if you consider the facts, we are living in a very specific moment of time where the internet is not a new thing. It, it's, it's been around for a while now, uh, but at the same years. time, sure, exactly, uh, commercial internet, yeah. But at the same time, it's such a huge game changer that we may very well be in the first couple of rounds, in the first couple of seconds, and this thing may keep going for another hundred years. Definitely an Amazon, right? yeah, right now, for sure. So, um, I guess my next question or follow-up question would be for you, Sarah. Yeah. Where do you see the, the whole eBay game going if there are people out there that are drop shipping and there are competitions to eBay, like as far as Amazon um, and even you know international competitors like you know um, Alibaba? 
right? Which is a huge competitor, yeah. spe uh, specifically for those two marketplaces, right? So for you um, that are, you, we, may, we may say the unit, right? Or the cell of how Amazon and how eBay even, even functions. Because essentially, these platforms wouldn't make sense without people like you yeah. that are pushing these products, that are finding these products, right? right? So I guess my question would be, where do you see this whole game going in a couple of years? Well, Amazon's changed everything. Amazon is everything right now in that space. So it's really cool because back when I was doing it, eBay was hot. And then it really dipped in 2017, 2018. And I started noticing my sales went down a lot. And Amazon was on the rise. Now that Amazon took over, everyone's fighting for number two. They're just fighting just to be number two which means they've had to revamp a lot of policies and a lot of stuff. So more people want to go back and use eBay and the platform. Like eBay is still awesome. If you want to buy watches and stuff like that, it's a good market to sell watches on. If you want to sell bicycle, eBay is pretty good. If you want to sell parts, eBay is awesome. Um, and you can always negotiate. Amazon, there's no negotiation. That's the, that's the photo. That's the item. Click, click, done. Mm. There's no negotiation. So quick question, and I'm not sure if you have the answer to this. It just hit me. Have you looked at all Facebook Marketplace? Yeah. What's that like? Uh, I've dabbled with it. Like I'm part of seller groups and stuff, and I made a lot of money selling to people, random people, meeting up in a parking lot, and yeah, it, it almost seems like a drug deal sometimes. It's like, hey, you got the goods? Hey, you got the money? And it's a quick exchange, and that's that. But uh, I've always had fun with it. I like it, and I, I really want to dabble more into the Facebook advertising and the Marketplace at Facebook, because Facebook wants to be in everything and compete with Amazon, but Amazon just runs the game right now where everyone is literally just fighting to be number two. Jordan, what about you? Have you jumped on, as, I mean, you talk about like Google's where it's at. Like, are you looking yeah, at I'm, Facebook Marketplace at all? Yeah, or? eventually. Maybe some dynamic and some static, but not full on ads. You know, I really believe in you know, kind of our system here, truthfully. Um, you know, most people, yeah, Amazon is where it starts for a lot of stuff but I you know Google as well so I just want to focus on Google and you know for me I think the most important thing is you know I, I have like a you know the company's called Euron Clave you guys could probably see the website shout out mega shout out Euron Clave how do you spell that it's a uh, it's y-o-u-r-e-n-c-l-a-v-e dot com so Euron Clave which an enclave is basically a a territory within a territory that's different from the rest. So what? your enclave, you know, it's kind of a special store to help you find those special items to make that location in your house to a little more comfortable and a little more, you know, cozy and, you know, hopefully you're showing it off and having a good time and it's laughing awesome. with your friends. So Very awesome. Building a brand, I think, is what I'm focused on more than anything is just how to how do you properly build a brand and uh, associate good feelings when they see your logo or when they see your brand. How do you, how do, you do that? So that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's awesome. Uh, Sahara, I know, I mean, if it's okay for me to ask, and, and you don't have to share any numbers or anything in that range or whatever. It's up right. to you. Um, but I know that because you've been in, in, in the game for a couple of years now, and you, what has been, if it's okay to ask, what has been like the biggest hit, not hit, but the biggest um you know, the biggest sale or the biggest moment that you feel realized, like, this is really what I want to do and I'm really good at this. Okay. Uh, well, I got really good at the eBay hustle. Really good. Dangerously good at that. 
where I was I was very confident in what I was doing, and so I was, I'd be confident. Hey, I can buy it for ten bucks, and I can sell this item for one hundred twenty, and I'd 10X? sell that within two weeks. And so I was able to find items like that, and I was able to always go into a store, be like, I'll be in and out within fifteen minutes. I'll probably come out with one to three items at least where I can double triple my money on. Um, but I was uh, I was selling items. I was selling these mounts for a company I worked at. My buddies got me a job, and basically I was working, doing sales, and my first time ever hopping on the phone, I closed a deal with this business owner, and we were able to put our mounts for like your motorcycle and off-road stuff into this store, and it was really cool, and I was like, okay, so we have back in sales, I'm selling a physical product, but I think there's a smarter way, because I'm already doing eBay, and I'm doing this thing called like, you know, offer up and let go, and I said to my manager, I was like, I think there's a smarter way to sell these mounts. And what would you say if I became an affiliate where I have like maybe sell these on like an e-commerce store or something? He's like, yeah, go for it. And so I signed a document and then I had some money and I was like, okay, I'm going to start an e-commerce business. I hired a web guy. And basically the guy was like, yeah, I'll give you unlimited access. I'll, I'll build this website for you, make it really sexy. And I'll... I'll do any updates you want for free. You have me on contract. The guy took my money, built me an awesome website, went off to Thailand. Never heard from him again. And then, so, What's his name? <laughs> yeah, seriously. He went to uh, I got Thai. people. <laughs> he Same ended thing. up uh, hitting up uh, my spot. Yeah. So I was selling these mounts, and back to your question, I got a phone call because my phone number was on the website, and this guy calls me. He's like, and I'm selling one of these mounts for like 300 bucks. Okay. Just one. And the guy, he's like, yeah, I want to order 14 right now. Uh, he's like, do you have 14 on hand? I was like, yeah, I got 14 on hand. And so how it used to work is Did like, you? Yeah. Okay. So, like, the warehouse is only a mile away from my house. So I was like, yeah, you make the purchase. Yeah, I got 14. And so he made the purchase online. And literally, I was in the shower. The guy calls me. And he's like, hey, uh, my name's so-and-so. I'm out of Alabama. I want to order these mounts. And I was, he's like, do you have 14? And I was in the shower, and I took the phone call. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to sound professional. I was like, yeah. Wow, it's yeah. raining really hard here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I got 14 mouths. And he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to order them right now. And I was like, all right, sweet. Um, I'll make sure that they get shipped out today if you buy it right now. He's like, okay. Got off the phone. Bam. Within two minutes, the guy buys 14 mounts. That was At 300 a, a pop? 300 a pop, dude. It was like, I, I think that, I don't know. like Yeah, so it was like 1400 bucks. 4200 Yeah, just like that. And that's when it became a reality. I was like, holy shit. You know, like, I can make some money online, like, serious money with an e-commerce store. What were your that's margins with that? Got what it. your margins? Uh, the margins on that, I don't recall because, okay, so I, I used to work at that warehouse selling these. So I had an employee discount. And then on top of that, you I was an commission. affiliate as or well. Affiliate. So I, I don't even recall, but I think I was probably making off that you probably made a g out of that deal oh i made more than g i yeah. think i think we're all said and done after all over i made around yeah like 11 1200 bucks and you like get hooked right it's yeah like, it's I like mean, dude it's, it's like we're in las vegas it's like someone walks into a casino and they drop a, a bill on a blackjack yeah, and, like, and they're like oh i can i can do this and they win and like oh this is easy. Yeah. And they yeah, get into yeah, that. Yeah. And then you're into it. That happens in sales. How many years ago was this? This was, I think, 2017. Yeah. Yeah, 2016, 2017. And so for there, I, I knew, because I've always wanted to make money online, 
and I want to make money in real estate. Those are like my two biggest focuses in the near future that I want to just master. Or if you took everything off me, all my clothes off my back, but if I had that skill set, I'm going to be more than all right. Here's my question, um, and and it's going to sound, it may sound a yeah. little negative. Yeah. Okay. Heads up. <laughs> it's not necessarily the case though. Yeah. But my uh, my question is, are you worried at all that you're not building a brand? Because no. essentially, you're, you're selling products on marketplaces that build their own brands, right? Right. right. And they're not allowing you. Um, you know, the ability to create your own brand. Yeah. Is that something that's in your mind at all? No, because it's all under the Zany Goods banner. And that's my brand is Zany Goods. I have a soul prop. Everything from eBay, Amazon is under Zany Goods. Interesting. So that's my umbrella. That's my brand. And I'm building, that's why I'm building Amazon the way that I'm doing right now, which is retail arbitrage to take into private labeling. Because one, I'm going to get my feet wet because a lot of people starting Amazon, they're kind of intimidated. So I was like, start small, get your feet wet, have your first year, just really, this is your mess up year. You can mess up, you can make money, not make money, yeah. but the fact that I'm making money and I'm getting it all dialed in, like I'm having fun with it, and for me, I get a high when I make a sale online. I'm like, I just have a guy somewhere in this country I've never met, never spoken a word to. I posted one item, he saw the photo, he's like, that sexy, I want it, clicks, boom. Two clicks, sold. And that's the beauty of the hustle, right? Yeah. Um, so, Jordan, let me ask you this, my friend. Yes. Uh, you are focused more on growing a brand. And that's something that I that I can relate to. That Essentially, at some point, I would like to you know create a brand myself. Um, What's and, your brand going to be? I don't know, man. To be very honest. I mean, I, I, I want to we go back. We talked about that, right? Yeah. I want to go no, back. The, what you just said. Do we need to do it on a live episode what do you mean like to have targets no what do you mean the brand to be honest part oh yeah jeffrey's trying to uh hit me to uh to uh correct my english here uh no your english your english is fine it's just i just i don't necessarily think it's in (laughs) the benefit uh, to be honest the truth like uh, to be honest well to be honest i picked that up here so something that tells more about you guys there's there's two brands though he's always (laughs) gonna have his name that's his brand and then he can have whatever's coming. So like, you know, Richard Branson, Virgin Mobile brand, Richard Branson. Right. So um, just to finish my question there. So Jordan, um, because the first thing, right off the gate in in this episode, you mentioned that you were highly focused on building brand awareness and that, uh, you know, your enclave was essentially this brand that you're building and you have it focused so to the point where you understand that it's this niche space where you can just enjoy right. your life, right, with right. the rest of your people. Right. So talk to me a little bit about your experience while building the brand. Hmm. Well, uh, I think when branding, there's always certain feelings associated when you see a logo, whether it be for a pair of shoes or a car. Uh, you know, Mercedes feels different than Volkswagen. Right. It feels different from BMW. A different type of feeling associated with it, even though they're all built in Germany. You know, they're all built in Germany, and but even you know, there's when you think about different brands, if you can just kind of scroll through your mind, if, whether it be candy, whether it be you know anything, uh, they all have a certain affiliate feeling associated with them. So that's kind of where I'm at as far as how do I create a really awesome feeling with my brand, whether it be once you see the logo or. You know, just by maybe uh, 
going on the website and kind of seeing how we have some cool ways that we're going to put the literature together. So just showing that we're, uh, you know, when you think of furniture, you think about uh, sitting down with your friends, laughing, um, having a good time. Um, and so people buy from who they like. So if you can make them laugh, have fun, associate that with things that they would should be doing within those products, then I think the brand that I have in mind and the feeling that I want to create when they see you know, my logo and they see the store is it would be you know, just happy. Have you launched an Instagram? The Instagram is launched. The picture is not yet because the store is still being built. So the store has to be open while it's built. So I don't really want to drive traffic to it just yet, but I would say, because it's a lot of work and I'm doing it all like pretty much on my own. Yeah. It's a lot of freaking work. That's why it's a hustle, right? Yeah, yeah. If you need some assistance, there's a good company I can refer you to. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's, I mean, I'm not sure if we, uh, what, what's the company you were talking about? A Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Yeah. That's <laughs> not what I was thinking. So what, what's your guys' definition of a brand? Um, well, how about you, Jeff? You have That's a lot a of question. awareness I'm going to defer this to uh, the gentleman that you announced first. Ferdinand. Oh, Jesus, I'm Ferdinand. still here. Um, brand in general, it's just, um, you think, kind of what Jordan was saying, you kind of think of certain things of, um, you place like status and awareness to uh, Mercedes, Volkswagen. Um, the brand building is kind of your target audience into um, if you're looking into a Mercedes or if you're seen driving a Mercedes, you yeah. um, you give this perception of uh, a certain individual or a certain class. Um, I do want to say that kind of what you guys are doing in building a brand, kind of one from scratch and um, just starting off new, you don't know who your target audience is um, despite of your products, right? Um, Jordan sells furniture. You, like, how many different types of things do you sell, Jordan? Oh man, Amazon right now has over three different, three hundred different items I've sent in. Right. So like you're like twenty to fifty, sixty at a time. So your your brand in general, it's just kind of for anyone and everyone that's interested in what you're selling. Yeah. So like your brand will be different than Jordan's because Jordan's is selling like hot, like not hard, but like expensive things at, in one bolt. Yeah. So the shopper's different. So yeah, yeah. one kind of brand awareness is something where it's difficult to gauge off the start. Yeah. But once you kind of know who like who's buying and yeah. like the demographics of who's coming into it and buying it, it's easier to target that. Mm. Uh, and kind of just building off that. Yeah. And it does come down to other things that I forgot to mention like Quality, of course. I mean, right. a Benz is a certain level of quality and expertise of sure. engineering that you expect. And so, you know, that quality has a lot to go with your brand and um, how high quality of the, you know, so. I like what Gary Vaynerchuk, oh, sorry, but I like what Gary Vaynerchuk had to say. His definition of what a brand is is perception control, right. perception management right. is a brand. You're controlling, manipulating, managing the perception of how others feel and see that similarity. I like that. Um, yeah, so 
the reason why I think it's a great it's a great opportunity to have you both on the same episode because we could have easily dedicated a full episode to each one of these subjects, and at some point we will. Yeah. But having you both of you guys at the same time allows a potential listener who is thinking uh, online hustle, right? Okay. You know, somebody that's like, how do I break in? Maybe somebody that's still in high school, right? Or somebody that's later in the game that's like, you know, has always been in the traditional nine to five and it's just frustrated with it and it's trying to break out right? Yeah, right so and essentially just titling it the online hustle right um so we have here both spectrums of the whole game right we have the high ticket closer right and then we have the wide cast net that ranges between very uh inexpensive items all the way up to maybe $500 in a single day like you did yesterday, yeah. right? Am, am I okay to say that? Yeah, am I clear? Yeah, awesome. So I guess what I'm trying to say, uh, Jeff, here is that if anybody wants to break into this in this industry, this business model, it's just a matter of picking and choosing which brand style you're going to go for. Would you say? I, I totally agree. And I think, I mean, if you look at these two different, and call it like stances, like Jordan's stance and Corey's stance, like Corey's making money. Like, I'm going to hustle. If I'm going to sell a toy, it's going to be a toy today. If it's going to be a mount, it's going to be a mount today. If it's whatever, if it's making money, it's making sense. Yeah. Right? And then Jordan, like, I, I guess I have a question, actually. Yeah. When you picked this, your enclave, and you picked these items, yeah. was this based off of a, a passion, or was this based off of you had done research on certain keywords that had high volume, that seemed to... There, there might be a gap. Like, how did you For decide? Me, honestly, uh, it was a little bit of both kind of passion and then, like, search volume and, you know, a little bit of both because the industry that I picked, it is it is furniture, but I'm reaching out to a specific crowd of people who want furniture for, like, a special room, so to speak, man caves or, like, you know, she sheds. It could be that special, <laughs> that special room that you just want to deck out, but it's a certain type of look, and the type of products that I put in the store specifically have a certain look to them. Awesome, you know, whether it be NFL licensed uh, couches, you know, theme, you know, pool table billiard lights to the pool tables all the way down to your, you know, fine wood coffee tables with multifunctional you know it's like stuff that I think is super fresh and that I think probably for a certain crowd modern kind of a modern crowd maybe I would say age bracket from maybe 25 to maybe you got some cool 60 year olds out there 65 or some 18 year old with money or some 18 year old money so it's it's and I do have a passion I have buddies who have a man cave I don't have a man cave and I would love to kind of decorate their man caves. So you create so man caves for people because you so don't have apartments. Yeah, and so yeah, I would love I'm not I'm it's not a, an interior designer. I don't I'm not, you know, qualified to but I do know what sexy looks like. So that's kind of the you know, and, and not everything not everything that I pick is for me. I like stuff, but I'm like some stuff I don't like, but I'll put it in the store because I know that, you know it'll not work. Everybody likes what I like. But yeah. We'll just kind of see what hit and misses would you know, that's kind of what the whole so if somebody wanted to go to your store right now and buy something, they could? Technically, they could. Technically, they could. Because when you say technically, it makes it feel like no one has yet. Yeah, because it's not open. It's not open. Yeah. 
it's technically not open, but they could. The payment, the payment portal's there. The price is there. It's just content and every product that I want in there is not ready to go. But you know, the building process is, is taking place. That's fantastic. So essentially, we have the opportunity to interview a man that's been doing this for three years now and is completely focused on the hustle 100%, testing out every single product that he's got, every range, every concept, everything that he finds. And just trying to agile, because you are you went from eBay yeah. to, well, no, I, I, I mean, I, you're I, an agile, now you're on Amazon, like whatever, wherever the yeah. platform is that you need to be to make money, that's where you're going. And it's still a funnel to me. And tying it up to my to my idea is then we, on the other spectrum, we have a man that is just about to jump into the pool, but he's doing something completely different, which is a high ticket item. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is this. I think that if you put two these two together, you actually create something that's already in the market. You guys want to know what it's called? What? I'm sitting on the edge of, of my, my seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called Wayfair. So in 2002, yeah. uh, the guys that launched Wayfair essentially were just two guys that realized that if you wanted to buy a cuckoo clock or those weird uh, plates with like uh, chickens on them that a lot of people liked, apparently, yeah. there was nowhere to get it, right? You could only go to maybe like Walmart, the big boxes, right? And if they weren't there, you were kind of screwed. Or if they were there, you had one or two options. So these two guys decided to make the dropshipping model early 2000s so the whole thing was open you still had your paper clicks for like two cents five cents whatever the case so they killed it and and what they did is they generated um a brand was not called wafer was called something completely different um and they set up almost a hundred different drop shipping stores for for individual product lines and after a while, after being pro way profitable and growing at scale, then they compiled the whole thing into a specific brand, much like you're doing with your Enclave. Right. So again, we have here the opportunity to really see the whole spectrum of the, uh, of the online hustle. Yeah. This, this is yeah. I think a big takeaway here is you have two individuals doing two different things, both online, both creative. They had an idea. And I think the biggest thing out there for anybody listening is if you have an idea, the next step is just start to take an action. Just do it. And you guys have already, you guys have both done that. And I'm proud of you, and I'm happy to know you, and it's it's great to learn from you. And it's it's that's the biggest key. Yeah. Take action. Action, one hundred percent. Jordan, um, I'm not sure if you're actually going to do it, or if it was just a conversation uh, we were having at some point. But are you going to do those commercials, man? Are those commercials going to happen? Which one? Those very funny commercials, those couple of seconds commercials where... Yeah, I mean, that's part of the branding strategy, uh, which would be, you know, um, I have some other talents and I have some other talented people that, you know, why not leverage comedy and laughter if, if you're trying to make people, you know, people buy from who they like, so people love to laugh. So you can make somebody smile or laugh. Pretty close to getting a good, probably getting that sale. I think if you're doing a good job of laughter, so I'll, I will, uh, I got some stuff in the works. So we'll, uh, don't want to let the cat out of the bag too the early. Bag, Somebody know. takes your idea. The billions of people listening right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, guys, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's managed to keep his uh, his comedian in check for the whole podcast at this point. But he's an extremely funny man. 
He's an extremely talented human being. And Thank you. I, I, it is true, my friend. I'm not just saying this. And I know your enclave is going to be a huge success. And I'm very proud that this is the very first podcast yeah. where we're name dropping like the heck out of it. Because I am 100% bullish on your enclave. Just because I understand the basic principle of the comic aspect that you're right. trying to push. Right. And, and I know you at this point. Yeah. I know you're going to kill it at that as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I mean, it will have a, there is a QC process uh, <laughs> that <laughs> we'll have to go to to make sure that, you know, we can deliver the standard, you know, what we like to call gut busters. You know, when you can deliver a good gut buster and you cramp up right underneath your ribs. And you've been uh, laughing for like yeah, 10 minutes. That's, those are the ones, the kind of videos we want to release. And I think if we can do that, we'll be fine. But also, that's also how you build your brand, right? There's certain, like, uh, catchphrases or, like, jingles where once it's stuck in your head, you will always know, know that, right? Like, yeah. there's... Um, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, like, McDonald's or, like, 1877 Cars for Kids. Um, that? that's, that's a radio commercial in, like, SoCal area. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, Glenn Lerner out here in, in <laughs> Vegas. So like, it doesn't matter. After a while, either uh, something will trigger it, and they'll be in your head all day. I know? think it's the baby bot. What is that? The, the baby ribs. Baby. The, 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 what is that even called? Baby, baby back ribs. Back, that's that's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of what Jordan's saying is like that's that helps you build your brand, right? Something that once people see it and it it'll click for them, like yeah. whether it's funny or just a skit. Um, yeah. something will happen random through, throughout the day and be like, oh, that reminds me of blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of just continues on your brand even if you're not advertising or they're not actively yeah. thinking about you. So yeah, it's, just, it's a great idea. Just to have fun with the journey as well. You know, yeah. it's all, like you said, you're just trying stuff out, trying to see what works and what sticks. But like Jeff said, you got to just start somewhere. And once you start, you can, you can grow the thing how you want to at your own pace. If you want to max it out but i just want to you know grow the right way grow slow grow the right way would you ever no rush would you ever consider manufacturing any of these products you know i do have some people who can actually assist with some manufacturing so i probably would because they're really really close in proximity and i think they can do a fine yes really sexy i really like the story um so i had like literally i was down out i think it was like 2016 2017 and uh, I, I only had like 25 bucks to my name. And I was inside a thrift store and I came across this Italian coffee maker. And I was like, oh, let me, let me check this out. And I checked it out. You didn't invent Starbucks, dude. What? No, no. I didn't. So I found this Italian coffee maker, right? And anywho, um, I looked up and this thing was worth 225 bucks or 250 something like that. And I was like, damn. All right, sweet. So I start, you know, I plug it in, make sure it works. I'm checking it out. And I was like, dude, why did somebody, you know, donate this? Like, what's up with it? And I'm playing around with it, and it wasn't, it wasn't like, working properly. So as I was physically in the store, I called the manufacturer and be like, hey, I have one of your coffee makers. It's not working properly. We're, like, troubleshooting it as I'm in the store. And she was like, you know what? Just ship it back to us. We'll send you over a brand new one. And I was like, okay, cool. She's like, yeah, just pay for shipping. So I only had 25 bucks in my name, so I put it on a credit card. You had a box, had a box and everything? I, I, yeah, I, you know, doing eBay and stuff like that. I had access to boxes and stuff. No, I meant it, the product box itself. Oh, it came back in the product box. Wow. Brand new. 
and I didn't even open it. I just took photos of it, reposted it on eBay, sold it, and literally that thing sold within three days. And I was over, plus I made them pay for shipping too because I don't give shipping away for free. <laughs> so I made literally when one flip over 300 bucks. <laughs> Whoa, how much? Over 300 bucks. That's you awesome. made profit? 300 yeah. bucks? No, yeah, no, it sold 300. Uh, you know, they take 15% for their cut, PayPal and, and eBay, yeah. total 15%. That's $45. So literally, I only had to pay for shipping. Shipping was like 20 bucks. Less than that, it was like 18 something. That is sexy. That's a fun story. Yeah. Sexy, man. I like that. Ferdinand, do you have any uh, thoughts on this platform? I mean, Martin's already discussed how he, he's he got some ideas what he wants to maybe get involved with. What about you, man? No, really. Riding the wave of this and kind of our job, so. So when you, when you say riding the wave of this, are you speaking of the 1202? Yes, sir. Well, we got billions of followers. Ah, I think it's yeah, going to work yeah. out well for you. Listen, um, at hey, this we've point, made some major steps recently. Yeah, past couple of weeks. Uh, and we have. And if it makes dollars, if it makes sense, it makes pesos. I pretty so. I kind of agree with Jeff. <laughs> I think the saying is, if it makes sense, it makes dollars. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. But I said it though. That's not Jeff. No, you said uh, if it makes sense, it makes dollars. Anyways, so for me, for me, for me, now we're just on a rant here. But for me. The opportunity to interview two guys is is honestly a great opportunity for myself. I know that both of you guys are going to be rich someday. You guys are going to be millionaires at some point. And we're going to go back in time, right, and look at these audios, look at these episodes. Yeah. And you're going to remember when you sat down with your good friends, Ferdinand, Martin, and we're going to be very grateful. Wow. <laughs> We can call and it Jeff, I guess. When we were young but still old. Yeah. <laughs> when we were young, but well. Still. I'm 21. Well. It's a lot short. We're kind of young, I guess. Yeah, compared to an 80-year-old. Right. <laughs> sure. But, no, I appreciate you guys having me, you know. Um, I know it's hard to get on this list. And, uh, you know, I, you know, my schedule was tight. And I didn't want to miss this opportunity, so, you know. Couldn't pass this up, so thanks for having me. I'm glad you didn't pass it up because there are people out there that yeah. really want to be on this. Yeah. Very true. There is just, a list, and we just haven't yeah, happened to be able true. to get them on and the podcast I, yet. So well, my, my a lot of sincerity. Oh, okay, Jordan yeah. podcast, man. and we yeah. truly, truly, truly are grateful. Um, last plugs for anyone. Youronclave.com. Um, yeah, Y O U R. Your Enclave. E N C L A V E. Very sexy name. Your own cliff. You your say own cliff. Oh, look at him fresh it up. Say it, uh, Can you say it in British tone? Your own cliff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that what it's also on Instagram? It is. It's uh, your own cliff. Uh, I want to say maybe, I want to say LLC, but it should just be your own cliff across everything, but not too active on those yet because, again, Getting started, yeah, brother. Yeah. We got to start somewhere. This yes, is sir. episode fourteen for us, so yeah. we're all getting started. We're on the you same know? boat. As yeah, one hundred percent. Keep rowing. Isn't it really though? Fifteen. That's fourteen. Wow. Shh. But isn't it really episode fifteen? People don't know. What do you mean? No. Well, the episodes that weren't posted. Was it was it multiple or was it just that one? I think it's like three now. Jesus. But officially, we're at episode fourteen. Mr. Sahara, any yes. last thoughts? Uh, Zanygoods.com on Amazon. Zanygoods. 
Zanyzany.com on eBay. How do you spell it? Z-A-N-Y Goods, G-O-O-D-S. Any social media? Uh, Social media I used to, but when I got rid of my e-commerce store because it didn't work out, uh, it dropped everything, so I just kind of was like... No social media at this point? No, not right now. But you can find me on on, uh, Instagram. It's thesaharaera.com. I like that. The Sahara Era. Yeah. I'll I'll look that up. Yeah, uh, um, and don't forget to follow the pod at the Total Two Pod on Twitter, and same on Facebook. Any thoughts, my friend? This was fun. I learned a lot. We'll have yeah. these two back again. One hundred percent. Some more yeah. to cover. Jordan, when you get all, when you really get dialed in there, we're gonna yeah. bring you back in after you got a couple few months running. I'd be interested to yeah. hear on what kind of products you're moving, what Mid-spring. kind of demographics you're seeing them go to. Do you have a launch date? I want to say right before May. Um, again, I'm doing it all myself, so it's a lot, a lot, a lot. But it's fun. I learn a lot. I can... Guys, uh, again, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you want to follow us. Thanks for being here, gentlemen. Everyone. My friend Jeff. Appreciate all the listeners. Appreciate the support. Uh, as Ferdinand asked, you know, please uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Please share this with your friends. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The1202Pod. And, uh, yeah, growth and contribution. Yes, and sir. also listen to every episode or download every episode. You don't have to listen to it. Just download just so we get the clicks. You have to <laughs> listen to it, actually. It's and awesome. the value. Take the clicks. And that is that. Thanks to the potential billions that listen to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The1202Pod. Yay!